Back at it. Happy Sunday. My name is Heis Minderhout, located in Northern California. Here we are, two hours live through BBS Radio. We appreciate you, BBS Radio, Family Newsom. Thank you for making this possible. Today it is February the 27th, 2022. Two hours as a group, as a family, here together. And we have our dear friend, Terry Brown, with us. And she has the ability to communicate sources from the other side of the veil. And Winfrey, he is with us as well, and he is in charge. We are very appreciative. I don't have, wait, wait, I don't have any, do I have any talents? Besides being in charge? <laughs> those tal- those talents good. will appear. Just stay, hang in there. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the next caller. Please say name and location. Yeah, it's, Lo- it's Lawrence from Forge, Washington. Welcome, oh, Lawrence. Hi, Lawrence. Hi, Lawrence. The talent is, the talent is an inquisitive mind. Good morning, beautiful people. Uh, I don't, at least you could say I'm a good songwriter. Well, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to stroke your ego too much, man. <laughs> Good one, hon. Welcome to the next Ladies and gentlemen. location. Hi, hi, Cecil from the Great Northwest. Welcome, hi, Cecil. Hi, Cecil. Hi, 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 everybody. Ladies and gentlemen, here's Winfrey, and he's good at at, at bossing people around. I win. He's good at when, being good. When can we please talk after the call? It's important. I don't know. I I'm on the call. Please say name and location. Joy in Telegram. Hello, Washington. Hi, Joy. Hi, Joy. Hi, Joy. Hi, hi. By the way, do you guys know... Who on this call has two body parts in their name? <laughs> that would be me. From Kingsburg. <laughs> and we have another person joined in. Welcome. Please say your name and location. Yeah, positive <laughs> greetings from Sedona Hive. It's uh, Raiden. Happy birthday. Hi. Hi, Raiden. Welcome, Raiden. Happy birthday. Hello. Hi. Two body parts and almost a year Two body parts and an insect. Right. <laughs> hey, welcome to the next caller. Please say name and location. No, it's not. Uh, Kathy from Tennessee. Hello. Hey, Kathy. Hi, Kathy. Hi, Kathy. Hi. Hi, Kathy. Hey, Kathy. <laughs> hey, Kathy. Hey, Kathy. These guys are starting to like you. Ah, mm. well, <laughs> bless their hearts. <laughs> they don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. Happy Sunday morning. Welcome. Please say your name and location. Good morning. This is Ajna. Hi, Ajna. Hello. Good morning, everybody. Love you all. Love we you love you, too. Yeah. How's Eric doing? Now, somebody wanted to say something to me. Who was it? Edward, 
Edwards. Yeah. Right. yeah. You were talking about Abraham Lincoln and that guy taking over his body. And I ran across, uh, I was reading book two, uh, The Law of One. And on page 60 to 61, there's a whole thing about how that all happened. You want to look well, how do you th- How do you think I knew about it? <laughs> because I, I sent you an email or a, a telegram or whatever that was telling you about it. No, I read that years ago. Well, yeah, it's, it's been, Someone it's else joined in. Happy long. Sunday. Yeah, this is Please Roger. Roger. Hi, Roger. Welcome, Roger. Hi, Roger. Hi, Roger. Hi, Roger. What, what did I step into? Who's <laughs> that? Edward? <laughs> <laughs> well, I had to say, in book, in book two, it's got a whole a couple pages all about that. Yeah, but I know. Okay. <laughs> all right. But, you know, maybe somebody else is that's interested. What, that's right. Okay. That's letting the rest of us know. Yeah. Happy Sunday okay. to the next caller. Appreciate the location. Hello. Hi, this is Jackie and Julian. <laughs> Okay. Hi, Jackie. Hi, Jackie. And here we are live over the internet. Welcome to all of you folks listening in online through BBS. Happy Sunday, and thank you for being here, connecting with our energy. Happy almost March. Edward, I appreciate you telling me, okay? I, I do. Well, just that, just before that, I had sent you a thing, and I mentioned it. That's why I thought you brought it up. I see. It, it, I remind, see. it reminded you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but if you wanted to know where to look. I, I was studying the law of one when I was writing the reincarnation of Edgar Casey, and um, you know, I'd like to say your name is Jimmy. Good morning, everyone. It's Mary and Mike in Nebraska. Hi, Mike. Hi, Mary. Hi, ma'am. Is Mimi on the call? No, she's not. Oh, I heard a burp. You know, Antonio, I'll give you, I'll give you, I'll give you her phone number, and um, I have her phone number. Call her. They'll call her up, you know, before the calls and say, "Mimi, come on in." The water's you know, flying. You don't, have, you don't have to do it now, but she really enjoys contact a lot. You know. I know. We always have good conversations. Mm-hmm. Happy Sunday to the next caller. Appreciate name and location. This is Gretchen from Mesa, Arizona. Hello. Gretchen. Gretchen. Hi, Gretchen. Gretchen, you're in Mesa, Arizona, right? That is correct. And that would be uh, Spanish for table. That is also correct. I am am living <laughs> in a table. <laughs> I'll do it right top. <laughs> All right. For those of you on BBS, we're not going to just continue this call sounding like idiots, okay? 
Okay. Speak for yourself. I am, I am speaking. I am speaking for myself. <laughs> well, no, somebody on BBS, we're not really sounding like idiots. Um, there's a number of people that have been regulars coming to this call for years, or all of our calls, and um, they've gotten to know each other. And part of what we do on these calls is we create a group energy. And the group energy is when you start to relate to other people as part of yourself. And we meet in a higher dimension and can feel each other at a soul level. And on this call, all these people have done that some degree or another, now you know what it sounds like when people meet at a soul level when they start talking <laughs> in words. <laughs> they sound like a bunch of idiots. <laughs> Bozos. Bozos. It sounds, it gets silly. And it's like, well, we've never met each We've never met each other. Playful. Right. Right. And we live in this very crazy world right now. And it's very good to have a way to lighten up. We've probably been in past lives together. Absolutely. Definitely. Well, probably. Everybody, I don't know if we've all been in past lives together, but it doesn't matter because when when you you we could have, but being in past lives together sometimes is worse than better. Hmm. Maybe, maybe in the past life I picked on you, and now this life you're picking on me. <laughs> oh, poor Antonio. <laughs> no, well, one of the things of having a lot of past lives is you keep meeting your old wives. <laughs> what about husbands? <laughs> Other husbands, right. <laughs> That could be good or bad, I guess, right? Yeah. <laughs> the problem is when you meet two of them at the same time. <laughs> but do you guys remember what we're going to talk about today? Uh, it's, it's a continuation of something. Last week. <laughs> you know, yeah. continuation well, of last week. <laughs> one one of the things that meeting at a full level, you go into another timeline, and you can't remember things. And I I used to think that was a defect in Terry, but now I'm getting the same defect.
Did you ever walk into a room in your house and say, now, what did I come in here for? That's living in the hereafter, Win. Living in the hereafter. You go in there and you, you say, what am I hereafter? What am I hereafter? <laughs> <laughs> As, I long as, long as, 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 happen when you step into the, as long as it doesn't happen when you step into the bathroom. Right. <laughs> well, it's even worse when you step into the bedroom and you think it's the bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> All right. But we do do serious things on this call, and we're about to. And, um, we talk, now I'll tell you, we talk to very, very high sources on the other side and very old sources and they're wise and they're wise because they've been around the block a million times <laughs> and They've watched us be not wise. And they have a lot of understanding of this realm. And things that go wrong in it and why they go wrong. They talk about gross repeating patterns that we have had, many of us have had many, many lifetimes. And I think the coming... Uh, I don't know. Terry, are you on the line? Yes. Okay. And your phone's charged, and you sound good. Everyone think Terry sounds good today? Yes. 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 Yep. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. Okay. I mean, we're waking up in horror on Sundays because I say we can't. We have to hit the ground running. We have to be sure our mics are working and our phones are charged and all that stuff. And the past few Sundays, despite our best intentions. We failed, and, um, and of course we're here on a public audience on BBS, so we're doing good today. And what's today? All participants are muted, and they can unmute themselves. It's it's 28. 27. 27, okay. Hmm? Ready? The Ready. recording has started. This is February 27th, 2022. Well, you know what? It's almost it's almost one more day till next month. I keep thinking it's three days, but February is a short month. And that means the rent's due. And everything else becomes due. And um, We were talking last week in our conversation about the various impediments 
that a human can have that pull them out of being in the moment, being totally um, volitional, functional, and we started talking about it last week, and the first thing I brought up was belief patterns. And belief patterns are those things that you're brought up with, that you take from society, that you um, believe because somebody you like says it and you go along with it. And what happens is everything that comes to you in your life gets into a prejudiced point of view because you're applying your belief pattern to it. I mean, for example, um, I have the best religion in the world. Oh, you're one of those. Okay. Or... I don't like black people. You were brought up that way. You were brought up to think black people were different. Um, What's another belief pattern that you guys have had that you're getting over? Anybody want to share one? Oh, good. Well, you have any... to be, you have to be very careful with belief patterns because, like I used to believe, like all Indians are really, really good people, and um, so. Um, you mean know, Native, Native, Native Americans or people from India? Native Americans, you know that. Uh, it just because a person is an Indian, they're really a Native American. They they really are sacred and, and really beautiful. And and then uh, there was one when I was younger, a um, very handsome Native American Indian, and I dated him, and uh, and he happened to be a drunk, and uh, that didn't go so good. So. Within a belief pattern, you can have it, but uh, it's like there's individuals, they keep on present time and see, you know, what's in front of you instead of having this major belief that doesn't work in all cases. Mm-hmm. Maybe the phone line unmuted. Um, unmuted? They are all muted, so that's why you had no response. Oh, well, get on the ball. Come on. Life is hard. There's a belief. Life is hard. Mm-hmm. Money is evil. Uh, unmute everybody, would you please? All participants are unmuted. How about how about a belief pattern like, I'm not worthy? How many of you have yeah. said that? Yeah. Not yeah. 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 You have to play, you have to play small in this world. To fit in. Yeah. That's a good no one. one. Else, 
You don't want to upset anybody else's apple cart. Right. Um, I want everybody to love me. I had an, a Native American story to where I thought they were all good and like spiritual and uh, one pulled a knife on me and chased me around my aunt's house outside mm-hmm. and that scared me for a long time so every time I saw a Native American it would like scare me no, no wonder you don't like to go into supermarkets hmm. <laughs> I don't like well maybe that's why I don't like going to casinos mm-hmm. <laughs> but you know they told us and belief patterns are one of the easiest things to get over and not necessarily to get over because they may not go away that easily, but the way to deal with them was to know your belief patterns. So when they come up, you override them, okay? With your conscious mind. Because many times these belief patterns go into the subconscious and they operate without you even knowing about it, you know? And they control you. And you don't even think that that's a belief pattern. So observing yourself and learning your belief patterns and and then observing yourself when you see a belief pattern come up that normally you would respond to. You override it. So that's that's easy, okay? Then we talked about walk-ins. A walk-in is when a being on the other side comes into your body and One way that happens is when you're really depressed. All participants are muted, and they can unmute themselves. You're really depressed, and you think you don't want to be in this realm anymore. Or you're really sick and in pain, and you'd say, I'd rather die now. When you say that, if one of those beings that wants to have a body observes you, they can come in and say, I'll take that body, and you're kind of happy to leave. And... um, Our sources used the example last week of someone who was sick, was really in bad shape, and another being took them over, 
and then took their body uh, to a an Oriental med- medical center or hospital, and they used an Oriental Chinese way of making you better, and it worked. So somehow that being knew that, and the body became functional again. Now, sometimes when a being uh, comes in and takes you over, you can just leave as if you died and go on to your next place. But other times, you can still be present, and it's like two beings occupying the same body, which is not that unusual. And then there are beings that hang out that are have gone through trauma in the past and they're not in the physical realm and they can they can come in but they don't take you over they start hanging out in your auric field and they can influence you and sometimes they're just unconscious Terry, you'd be better at describing this than I can, because Terry has the has had the experience of that. Now, I may still have some beings like that. Terry thinks everybody does. Okay, she thinks it's a very common occurrence, and I don't have the direct experience of that. Terry, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Um, Do you want to... Just a minute. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I can give you some examples of that. Like, um, this is a good case that an individual, if they remain ethical, uh, it's a lot better off. Um, There's one sample of uh, somebody that... uh, she she was going nuts because she felt that there was this black uh, evil entity in her chest, and it prevented her from operating to the capacity she felt she was capable of. And uh, she was determined uh, to um, to clear that out, and so um, we. I worked with I, I worked with the situation, and I discovered that that energy had no, had known her like in the life before. Uh, she had been a German officer in the life before, and had really uh, treated uh, a bunch of German people really badly, and had shot the person really cruelly and the person had decided that um, 
that was shot, the spirit uh, decided that uh, the spirit would take over the body and cause it uh, retribution and make everything go wrong for for the person. So uh, we worked with that situation, and uh, I, it, I said stuff like... Um, that uh, black area in your chest, like it would be a lot happier if it was able to be on its own and determine its own path instead of hanging out where it is um, and uh, being trapped there and uh, and being left. And I saw that individual, the girl, about a couple years later, and she said, I'm doing great, and I've started my own business, and it's going wonderful, and she was really operating at a high level. So there's one situation uh, where uh, a person, it is been in a war, in a German occupation type thing, and where uh, in the officers she was in the past life didn't treat somebody well and just created within the being such injustice that uh, the person that was shot decided to simply uh, pay back the German officer and uh, just took him over. And it lasted lifetime to lifetime. Uh, so that's another type of a situation where some uh, somebody can move in. It's uh, this is quite. Uh, it, I'll, I'll give you a couple more situations, like, and this would be a good situation where. Uh, the father really loved his daughter. This is a real case. And um, the father eventually died. And uh, the daughter had a good marriage and uh, got pregnant. And the father came back. And uh, this time he wasn't—he didn't attach himself to his daughter, but he, he became the son of his daughter. So he would have been his own grandson. And then he just, he had a beautiful life. And so, like, the way she found out, uh, she was, uh, one day, it was 8.30, and she was saying, get to bed now, you've got to go to bed. And he said, when I was your father, I never made you go to bed this early. <laughs> so, uh, that's another situation where uh, somebody can follow you, and, and that was a really good circumstance. Um Another circumstance was uh, where um, an individual um, had a role uh, that they were performing for the military, and uh, they were tasked with um, disbanding a major Indian tribe. And, and a bunch of Indians uh, started uh, following the major military leader around, 
saying, well, you know, we're going to do him in for what he did to us. And so, um, out, uh, situations, uh, where, um, somebody where there's injustice can create some really, um, wanted circumstances in the future that one might not realize that they would be walking into or expect. Uh, so that's a few examples. Back to you with... Are you muted, Ben? How about... I'm here. Uh, how about the situation where you get a being who is unconscious that's connected to you, okay? And that it's not even aware. It's just in your space. I know that happens. Yeah. Yes. Uh, now, that can happen, like, where the, the people are in the... They, let's see, there's a couple guys in the military... And um, they're walking side by side, and uh, a rocket can't come, and uh, or, or they step out of a mine, and, and, the, and they both blow up, and then they can get really confused about their identity. All of a sudden, uh, they don't have their bodies anymore, and they can't operate out of their bodies, and they may it's like get confused about their identities and go down the track together from that point, one of them being conscious, say, and the other being unconscious about what's going mm-hmm. on. Uh, now that is another situation where the whole planet blew up, and this whole, everybody on the planet uh, lost their bodies at the same time or, or similar close to each other. And they ended up being so confused about their identity, they, they lost all their ability to um, to to operate uh, all of their soul um, memories were, were like um, they weren't erased, but they were inactivated, and so the people just didn't know uh, how to move in into another life in the physical universe anymore. They were just all kind of lost and in a knot of fear. And that can create a big problem. You get um, situations where there might be a, um, a girl that uh, she uh, moves from one identity into another one, like there's one girl that has 26 different identities that she can move from one to the other and express. Um, the multiple lives of, let's see, uh, one girl, there's been books about situations like that, and that would be where there's more than one uh, soul uh, without using the same body. And not, and very like, like, perhaps very like somebody, of it. somebody that has multiple personalities, right? Yes, yes, yes. 
there, there were movies about that. You know, they usually call them schizophrenic, okay? Yes, yes. But uh, this is probably what's behind it. Yes, it would be. Yeah. And, you know, you were talking about Maldek and, and the people on Maldek. But in a nuclear explosion, if you're in the center of the hit, it doesn't matter. It happens to, to the people who were in nuclear explosions in Sumeria yes. or in, in uh, Nagasaki or Hiroshima. Or Sodom and Gomorrah? Yes. It can create a terrible problem for the souls. Now, we know in Maldek, or at least the Ra group has explained, that they took on the rescue of these trapped souls. Yes. And but it you know, they didn't do it they couldn't do it right away. It took no a, a huge amount of time before there was even the possibility that they could be worked with, right? Right. And does it always require an external help, an outside intervention to rescue um, a soul that's been caught in a nuclear explosion. Um, I don't you know, know if you know the answer be, to that. But. There might be some people... She got it obliquely or uh, on the edge of it, and, and it might be able to work themselves out of it. But, uh, it, you know, one of the horrible things about being caught in a nuclear explosion is that your body explodes, and it explodes into everything around you, and everything around you explodes into you. So that it's almost like hard to tell whether you're making it happen because your body is doing it. You're exploding into yeah. the surroundings. So in then let's say they get a future life, they can have this really um, bad case of um, that they think they are. are to get pictures of um, other people around them uh, disintegrating and think that somehow they're responsible because their body's doing it. And their, their body's exploding into others. So it's a very bad uh, experience that is hard to work one's way through. Mm-hmm. And then they think... To my understanding, there's still many lost. To my understanding, there still many lost souls from Maldek that are in uh, 
a mass together, which yes. would be good to pay attention to during our whole planet healing. Yes. And then a soul that experiences that doesn't trust physical reality. Right. Because they experienced the physical reality totally collapse. I mean, just imagine, imagine, if you will, you know, you're in all your familiar surroundings. You're in your room. You're in with your friends, you're, you got everything, and in one big boom, it just disappears, it melts. All, all of a sudden, you can't trust your surroundings, your friend is exploding into them, yeah. they're exploding into their friend, and uh, it, it's like, to, to get, it's so traumatic that they think... You know, if they try to reestablish themselves, that um, this thing it might happen again. It might happen triggers. again. Yeah, I yeah. mean, like that that it happened then, and so like if they try to establish themselves, they're color. I mean, because it happened before, and and it just the fact of somebody appearing across from them could trigger it again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I think we'll, I'm going to call in the light and we'll start our session. All right? All right. And uh, um, let me just see. I'm just curious here. One question I'm going to ask. I'll mute everybody for a moment. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take a little break while you're doing that. Okay. All participants are unmuted. I'm just curious, how many of you have ever had an experience where you think you might have some kind of attachment like that? With Maldek? No, no, not Maldek. That you have an attachment that's a hitchhiker. Not a walking. You have? Like an entity just... Going yeah. into your body, a walk, yeah. A walk-in takes over the body, and um, it's very expressive and controlling. With your it takes it over. Well, this one, I thought I was astral traveling. No, I was astral. I thought it was dreaming, and in the dream there was this entity outside of my window trying to get through the window and uh, she couldn't but then eventually she did so and my angels were protecting me so I'm thinking that the only way she got in was I let her in probably to teach her a lesson and um, after she got in She's probably said, "Oh no," and it's like, "Yep, I'm a boring person. I just stay at home." Oh. Hey, I'm just I'm just curious. Before you before you came into our group, 
Did you ever have anybody in your life that you could talk to about this kind of stuff? No. No. They all thought I was crazy. Oh. I bet that's a pretty common occurrence because no one understands it. Yeah. And, uh, that's part of what causes us to have to act. They think we have to act small to fit in. Yeah. And well, uh, Joy, she helped me release the entity, and Lauren was on the call with us, and he said that she was really happy to get out. Mm-hmm. You know, since you mentioned Joy, I'm going to give her a, a little commercial, right? And um, she's been working and studying something called the emotion code. And um, it's a way of untrapping emotions, untrapping your body. And Joy, do you want to say anything about it? Um, gosh, um, well, it's, 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 it's wonderful how, how, how well it works, how, how quickly it works. I, Go close to your mic, Joy. Oh, hi. Okay. It, I, I was going to say it, it works really, really quickly, really, really elegantly and simply. And, and then the body code is what I'm studying now, which is what we used for, um, Grant, Antonio, um, and again, it, it, uh, you just find, you're finding out, you're going to the source, you're finding the source of the issues that you have, and then you can release the source or realign the, the problem, recorrect, or, hmm, wasn't really yeah. ready to say anything about it. It really worked. No, the interesting thing about it is um, you don't actually work with the person on a conscious level. You're working with their unconscious. Subconscious. Subconscious. And not necessarily being engaged with them in the physical while you're doing it. Am I right? Right. Yeah. Subconscious remembers everything that ever happened in this life and past lives. Yeah. Well, in any case, you know, it really, she's, it really works and it helped me a lot. Yeah. And I've read, I've read other people that have had sessions with Joy say the same thing. And, you know, she, she has been working on getting accredited is that the word or uh certified certification certified certified she has certified that i am in the emotion code now now i'm working on the body code yeah so if any of you want a session from her particularly if you get a body code session she's not charging for it because it's part of her certification and um have you figured out how much they're going to charge people if they get a session no. with you? 
I'm you not have it? Yet, but no, yeah. right. I'm not set set yet. Five hundred dollars an hour. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> it's it's a great price, but you won't get any business. You know that? <laughs> it's a little high. I, but, I, I did not ever you know, say that. <laughs> one of I, I did a question to our sources about it, and they said it was effective. And I I said, I think Joy, you know, those those of us who have known Joy for a long time on this call know that she has one of the most uplifted vibrations and aware vibrations of anyone I've ever met. And, uh, and so her consciousness, working with the Christ consciousness, and then working with this technique is a powerful combination. And I'm pretty sure she's going to get very successful at it. And um, so if you want a session, if you think it would help you, then contact her. And thank, thank you, Joy. Contact you. Contact you. Well, contact me, and then I'll refer you, okay? Thank you, Joy. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Lauren, for making her do making her do it. <laughs> Lauren introduced me to it. Thank you, Lauren. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Lauren. Yeah. And sometimes, sometimes Lauren and Joy work together with Lauren yeah. holding the, the energy in the background normally. Does Lauren ever talk? Oh, okay. yeah. Now, do you, you ever do it? Yeah. There's other you actions that, that can be brought to play, you know, that uh, speed things up or uh, gets more basic. And uh, plus... You know, it's just like we work as a really good team. Like, yeah. you know, we're light buddies. Right. Light buddies. And some music to go along with that. Joy, do you always do you always do it without being engaged, or do you sometimes be engaged with a person, like be on the phone with them? I don't really know what that means because I'm always engaged in some way. But I'm talking about physically engaged, like talking to the person while you're doing it or asking them questions while you're doing it. Oh, yeah. I, uh, more, more often than not, I am on the phone with the person and, and uh, we're interacting Okay. I'm interacting. I'm telling them. I'm telling them what uh, response I get it's from their up. subconscious. And mm-hmm. um, sometimes I ask them questions. Uh, you know, like, does this ring a bell? Or, um, it, you know, the really cool thing about it is if there's something that comes up that you just do not want to, like, touch. You just don't want to. Um, you don't want to go there. You don't want to remember it. You don't want to whatever it is, uh, or you don't want to speak it. If you don't want to speak it to me, then 
I can my uh, I can just your subconscious can just tell me yes or no while you're thinking of whatever it was or picturing it. You don't have to share that information with me. Your subconscious says yes, that's it, or no, that's not it. So that's, that's when, really nice. This is Alan. I would yes. like to share what happened with Charlie. He was grieving the loss of his friend that he'd known for about uh, seven or eight years. And Charlie's I spoke to Joy. Charlie's the dog. And he was really grieving and quite sad and very lethargic about the loss of his friend, the day that his friend passed away. And I spoke with Joy and she spoke with Charlie. And Charlie has been completely animated, um, content, and satisfied that his friend is fine, and he is fine as well. So thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we used the emotion code on him, didn't we? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She did That's the work releasing with Abby, too. Emotions. Yeah. Antonio. Did, did you say she worked on Abby? Yes, on Abby, my dog, and Abby. little Antonio. Little Antonio, yes. Now, did, did you notice anything with Abby? Yes, like her eyesight was um, wasn't that good, but then she started. Um, Seeing better. Mm-hmm. Now, Joy, you don't you don't officially specifically work on healing, but it seems to me like you work on the body and things sometimes fix themselves. Is that right, or do you work on healing? Well, that I would think that I would think the answer is yes, because you're healing your. You're healing your body's ability to work at its most efficient and, and happiest capacity. <laughs> yeah. And there's problems there, uh, and, and uh, missed emotions. Uh, uh, then uh, you can track that down and to their uh, to their root causes, and uh, and res- and resolve that. Now that could be tied up with the. Uh, uh, and, you know, just general mental, emotional, uh, spiritual, uh, and physical uh, healing here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, I mean, if somebody um, comes to you and says, uh, I have pain in my knee, would, would you address that directly, or would you address it by looking at an emotional thing that is causing it. What, the, the body code incorporates, it's like the umbrella over the, including the uh, emotion code. So there could be a trapped negative emotion that, that decided to hang out in the knee, particularly if the knee was, was, a, was a weakened, uh, in a weakened state from, from having had an accident or something like that. Or um, so when that energy of the every every emotion has a its own vibration and and frequency and, and it it uh, they it's like an energy ball when it's 
stays in your body is either the size of like a baseball to a to a cantaloupe, um, and it if it parks in your knee, then it's going to be blocking the flow of energy from your foot to your head, um, and so causing physical problems. Uh, it, oh, I don't know. It's just really amazing how everything affects everything. Um, so what? So the more you clear these these emotions or these, if it's not an emotion, say it might be a pathogen or it might be the, your your lifestyle or it might be that you need to eat something different or it might be uh, and or you, you, know, you might have a disconnect. <laughs> yeah, and you might have a disconnect between your spirit and your body um, in a certain area. Um, all of those things. Mm, don't help you have your happiest, best life. So we we find them out and and uh, and and deal with them, mm-hmm. release them, or reset them, or realign them, or recorrect, or reconnect. Or, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Keep in mind here. Keep in mind here that uh, uh, the, this is this is charge. You know, like electrical, magnetic, uh, vibrational, et cetera, charge. The stored in the stored in cellular memory. It's actually it's actually uh, uh, what they call psychokinetic. It's actual it's actual energy that's stored and uh, in the cells, and you're discharging that. Mm-hmm. And it could be in the space around your body too, in the field around your body. Okay. So you're, I wish, you're I wish, freeing I wish, your body. Yeah. Yeah. You know, when, you know, when Mimi started coming into our call, Joy worked on her. And she was in no position to be worked on consciously. And she wanted to die. And, um, and Joy was working on her uh, remotely. And... And Joy said she should be doing better in two days, and she was. Now, at that time, I was working with Mimi, and our call was working with Mimi. We were starting to put her in the light every day. And I asked our sources uh, about it, and they said, well, it was all working. It was all working, and... And uh, I think Mimi is going to make it, all right? Yay. Yeah. Since then. Knock on wood, okay? When when you gave me her number, I told her about the work Joy does. And I said, are you interested? She said, yep. Sign me up. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Are you... you, you, Antonio, you have a lot of healing energy. You do, you know? Yeah. You know, part of healing energy is it doesn't necessarily have to be like woo-woo, okay? Like, I'm sending energy into your knee, and you feel it, okay? Now, that works, okay? But if you can get a person to cheer up and lighten up, they start doing their own self-healing process. 
and they start accessing their creator side, the one infinite creator. But they can't access it if they're totally depressed and if they're in pain. And um, and so it's, it's it's like when when I started telling my sister jokes, and and she had this miracle. Even if the Elohim come in and do something, they need to create a pathway in. And if the person is totally shut down and depressed and whatever, they can't make a pathway in. So it's not like thinking, well, the Elohim will fix it and this and that. You have to do your side of it, of creating an opening even on these calls, we have to create an opening. And when we create that opening, they start flowing in. And and they tell you, are you back? Hello, Terry. Hey, by the way, I'm, I'm back. I'm back. Here. Ah, hi, Terry. I might Hi. mention something is that uh, when we're doing these sessions, when she's doing your sessions by, by herself or, or the combination of, uh, of us doing sessions together on, with people, uh, uh, we always bring in uh, the higher sources uh, along mm-hmm. with co- uh, to coordinate. Yes. So the and people on this group... is that your um, subconscious... You know, whether, whether you, I mean, I've worked with people who are in like comas and, and, um, anyway, your subconscious, whether you're there consciously on the phone with me or not or in person, your subconscious knows what to bring to the surface first. It's peeling mm-hmm. that layer, you know, the onion. And so, and so it protects you. It doesn't. Re- it's not going to bring up anything that that it knows you can't handle. So it brings up things, you know, in sequence. And I, I suspect that the people on this call would probably tend to have better results than strangers in general because they're more open to the energies. You think that's true? I don't know how to answer that. I, my guess would be yes, but I don't know. I don't know how to answer that. I can I can respond to that. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> if, if the person is uh, uh, is interested in uh, in getting a getting a session and what uh, and wants to address it, then that's you know the given permission. And uh, yeah, uh, and that—that's the determining factor. If they don't want right. to do it, you know, then of course it's not going to work. Yeah, mm-hmm. or we we don't go there because we're not going to invade their space. And, yeah, giving permission. And, uh, yeah. Uh, You're fading, Lauren. I am. You were. Hey, I can listen, hear you. I'm not- I want to get into our session now, okay? So if you yeah, don't mind, you. Um, <laughs> all participants are muted, and they can unmute themselves.
And let me make sure Terry didn't accidentally mute herself. Are you there, Terry? I'm okay. I'm here. Okay. You're sounding good. Okay? All right. Father, Mother, God, we ask for the presence of the light to surround and protect Terry and myself and everyone on this line, everyone on BBS radio, everyone who listens to a replay, and any negativity be taken to the highest realms of light and be transmuted for the highest good of all concerned. We see ourselves in the flow of energy radiating from the center of the universe through the galaxies, through the Milky Way, through the solar system, through the outer energy fields of planet Earth, through our bodies, and into the center of the Earth. And right now, we invoke a group energy connection while maintaining the sovereign integrity of our souls. And we invite those sources that are positive, service to others, honoring the law of one, to join with us. And we create a protected space that only the positive has access to. Anything not of that nature must leave now. And do we have our sources present? Yes. We greet you in the website of the one infinite creator. We are here to assist wherever it deem it possible that we can. And we work for the highest good and according to a person's free will. So if a person uh, doesn't want to connect with us, then we do not do so. Um, we come directly to you. We don't come to the telephone line. That's where the voice comes. We don't come to the radio or BBS. That's where the voice comes in. So the voice is just a little bit behind uh, us being in connection those that are asking or wish to be in connection. Uh, do you have questions? Well, we've been talking about hitchhikers, and we didn't go too much into that last week. And can you just give us your own talk about hitchhikers? In a way, um, each individual consciousness is a hitchhiker on their own um, body. They are merged with their body, and they are working through their body. Um, give us a moment. This is a subject that there is much confusion on in um psychology and hypnosis uh, in uh, the areas of uh, 
analyzing individuals uh, and how the mind operates. Uh, the mind um, is can be very expressive. Uh, some people uh, work really, really hard to meditate and to clear their space, but they're, um, they keep uh, having thoughts, extraneous thoughts come in, and, uh, and then these, it's a very interesting subject, these thoughts that can come to the mind. Um, like, what creates those thoughts? Um, where do they come from? Uh, some people uh, think that the thoughts in the mind are sent from another source or come from God. Or, and some people that um, uh, have committed crimes think that somehow a higher power or God was speaking to them and telling them to do certain things. And uh, these thoughts are expressed in their mind. Uh, once a thought is expressed in the mind, a person simply experiences a thought, it can be very difficult because uh, the thought of an individual uh, generally thinks well, the thought is their own private thought, and um, it is a uh, sign that uh, it's giving them information, um, it's working things through, uh, and, and um, individuals can be really um, influenced uh, badly by the mind. Uh, if, let's say, the mind uh, has uh, some uh, subconscious-unconscious hitchhikers that uh, they don't realize, the individual doesn't realize that uh, there's any hitchhikers there, but their mind may, may be uh, thinking thoughts that are really a result of uh really sort of unconscious hitchhiker uh, thinking that they're the totally the person and and thinking a thought that totally is their expression uh, but it isn't say the expression of the person so a person can have a thought that uh, they totally disagree with and then a person doesn't know why they had that thought and uh, they maybe can fight it, try and eliminate it, uh, stamp it down. Or if they're trying to meditate and clear their space, uh, they might um, think, oh, well, there's a thought. Now I have to try to clear that thought. Um, if a person uh, became really totally free of subconscious influences on them, either hitchhikers traveling with them or uh, the, some people are very sensitive and pick up the thoughts of the neighbors. Um, if a person can begin to recognize 
the uh, it's a thought just because a person thinks a thought it doesn't mean it has to be acted on it doesn't mean uh, even that they agree with it um it can be something that may have a bad influence on them a hitchhiker uh, that they're totally unaware of and the hitchhiker is unaware of being there but thinks they are the person and they are trying to um, think through a certain uh, subject or influence the person uh, and it might be uh, something that the person totally it's totally um, not in uh, the person's reality or mind uh, that that would be true but yet here comes their mind and it's thinking something so the the mind and the thoughts that go on in the mind can be a tremendous clue to what is traveling with you. When you have a thought, it's just, oh yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, it's a good good thought, you know. Uh, or you have a thought like, wow, why would I get that thought? Well, then that is well not to be acted on, you can just let it pass through and move on and it will die down eventually. That uh, it isn't necessarily something that you have to deal with. Uh, it may not be your thought, it may not, it may be a hitchhiker's a subconscious hitchhiker's thought that, um, Somehow the hitchhiker somewhere in the past maybe has started sharing space with you. Maybe maybe there would be a couple that was madly in love and uh, and then one dies and the other stays around and uh, just keeps sharing space and uh, can think thoughts that the individual can uh, identify. Uh, and so getting your sensitivity up to see what is the source of something going on. Like, and one way that you can tell what is the source is, like, what is the uh, energy signature of it? Because an individual's energy signature has all the information you might want to know if you're sensitive enough to be to able to access it. Uh, so... That's just a, a little information. That's human. Thank, thank you. Let me ask some questions. Okay. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna call them hitchhikers. Okay. All right. And this is a term that Lauren came up with, by the way. Okay. Anyway. All right. Anyway. <laughs> It's very, very descriptive, adequate um, yeah. term. All right. So when you get a hitchhiker, sometimes they're aware, but sometimes they're not aware. Sometimes they're just kind of sleeping in your space, unconscious. Yes. Okay? Yeah. They, they might not. I mean, uh, a hitchhiker can be totally, totally unconscious. And when they wake up, it's like 
they think that all the circumstances around them are what happened when whatever it, when they went unconscious. So they may wake up and think it's two thousand years ago, and everything going on is uh, equated to what happened two thousand years ago. Um, okay. Now the question it, is, how can something which is unconscious take the volition to move into your space? Was it unconscious when it moved into your space? Yes, for instance, you should take um, Maldeck. It exploded. The trigger for the um, moving into the unconsciousness was the explosion, the sudden disappearance of the body and all connections and everything that was the surroundings and everything that was connected to everything. And so uh, it was a total uh, loss of consciousness and with that loss of consciousness came the loss of sense of their own identity. And they became uh, like they were uh, unconscious and um, other circumstances may have been moving them around uh, like the like the cosmic energy explosion and then the and then the winds move the um, the cloud around, and 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 material is evaporated into the cloud, and the cloud becomes the motion. The the um, the thing that they all fit into, but they are the subconscious. Cloud. The cloud. The, the cloud in oh, yeah, the. They share, they're, they're sharing space, but uh, it's too much to face. It, it, it can't be faced. It, it's yeah. like they lost all the abilities. All right, but now I'm, I'm trying to grasp how a soul who is not conscious and lost their abilities moves into the space of a functional human and attaches itself to it. Now, does the rock group ever move them like that in, into that situation? Do they ever get the permission of the high self of a person to say, I will help that being and, and, and do something like that? The, the will of the uh, person has, uh, they, they, they have lost their will, they have lost their ability, they've lost their volition. And yeah, so they they um the raw group um can move in and they can share space with the whole thing and see if there's anything in the group of subconscious beings that would like to be helped. Free will. Yeah, but then, okay, the being says they want to be helped. And, and, then, the, and, I, and then the raw group can um, do assess what is necessary that, that might be of help to them. Mm-hmm. So, like, what are the potentials? In other words, can they move them into somebody else's space 
They moved. They, I, I do believe I read they moved them into uh, dolphin. Did they move them into dolphin bodies? They, they moved they move them into Bigfoot bodies. Bigfoot bodies, right? Yeah. Yes. And did, did they move them into um, um, hybrid bodies? Uh, the Anunnaki hybrids. Uh, well, let's just stick for a minute with the Bigfoot. The Bigfoot were uh, animal bodies, uh, and and allowed the individual to take some time uh, in a body and to um, re- experience again, reactivate. Uh, the ability to be in a body, uh, but yet they didn't have the full um, responsibility of a third density body at that time. Mm-hmm. Okay. But in the meantime, some of some of these uh, uh, have uh, now that individuals have moved into three <coughs> density bodies. Now, when the Bigfoot dies. I assume the Bigfoot reincarnates like everything else, right? Yes. And so does the attachment stay with it through one life to the next? This is totally dependent upon the individuals in the situation. So it's, it's, it's one of the options. One of the options, right? To stay with the Bigfoot race, yes. Yeah. Or the 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 hitchhiker maybe can get a little more advanced and then say, "I want to move into a human body now," or yes. something, yes. right? Mm-hmm. And um, and then will it stick? Will it usually stay with the same human from lifetime to lifetime, or will it? Well, there would be different human bodies from lifetime to lifetime. But I mean, I mean, would it be attached to the same soul, the human soul? Well, the individual uh, would be would be a soul. Yeah, he would have a soul complex, and this is something that he would react to the like his former soul complex. He would have to reactivate it and reconnect stuff up to be able to uh, handle operation in the body. <clears throat> I mean, the hitchhiker is a soul, and the host is a soul. You have two souls, right? And well, you can have different kinds of hitchhikers. You might have um, spiders. See, <laughs> well. It's like if you were in an explosion with a group of spiders, they could mm-hmm. become merged into your space. Now, why wouldn't they just look for other spiders to hitchhike with? When because, an individual yeah. is in an, in an explosion, uh, this um, your all of their attention is focused on the the uh, explosive nature of everything in the flash, and uh, it resets all their attention to that. And uh, 
They aren't looking around for other bodies or things. Okay, at that point, they all kind of blend into one um, guam. All their focus is on the on the explosion, and all their focus is right. in the same direction. And uh, yeah. it really rivets them into that situation. But right after the explosion, they're they're kind of stuck in a to use the raw words, tangled mass of fear. And yes. then they have to be separated out and helped to be moved into other opportunities. Right? Well, that is one of the ways of handling it. I mean, there can be, uh, you could have a breakaway that uh, started to regain its, its sensibility and uh, wouldn't have to go that out. And the breakaway could just go find their own body right. and occupy it. Yeah. Yes. Okay. And then you have groups moving together, all coming into a body to rehabilitate. Is that? Uh, 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 yes. Mm-hmm. And once they find the host soul, will they continue? Is, the is, host body. Yeah, the host oh, body. The host, or a hitchhiker well, finding the host soul. Yeah, let's say. Yeah, so the hitchhiker finds the host soul. Um, will continue with that host soul? I know there's no absolutes. I mean, everything changes. So will it have a tendency to continue with that host soul, or will yes. it? Get its own it body and its own soul. Well, if it wakes up and becomes aware enough, it can go and find its own soul. Yeah. Its own soul complex with its own body. Mm-hmm. Now, there's a huge amount of these hitchhikers out there. I mean, are there as many hitchhikers out in... in I don't know where to call it, in the hitchhiker zone, (laughs) as there are beings incarnate on planets, or more. There are probably more. More. So, there's not enough bodies to accommodate all the hitchhikers, potential hitchhikers. Is that correct? We do not concentrate on that. It's like, because it is how it is, and mm-hmm. um, all of the hitchhikers are going to leave at the same time and require bodies. Mm-hmm. Now, if we take a look at the population of Earth, what percentage of the people have hitchhikers, would you say? Well, when you look at the number of people that are unable to like meditate and have a totally quiet space uh, and be totally aware of 
there are several leaves in their space uh, um, without uh, thought by cheddar. Uh, we would say that uh, there aren't very many that are clear of other influences like that. Mm-hmm. And is, it, is a hitchhiker always a detrimental influence? I mean, can a hitchhiker kind of wake up and become conscious and then help the person? Um, yes, and, then, and this would move into the category of guides and angels that work mm-hmm. with people. Okay, so for example, if a hitchhiker happened to be a good carpenter before they had their um, incident, then if the person accesses that hitchhiker, they may have able to incorporate those talents, yes? Yes. Many uh, uh, servants... Uh, that have some brilliant um, uh, aspect to them, uh, have... Um, have a hitchhiker. It's brilliant. Have a hitchhiker. Well, that, yeah. it, they could be doing it, but they mm-hmm. but sometimes a hitchhiker could be doing it. But then if you have a hitchhiker that's a criminal then that could start being... Yeah, then you might, you might have, like, some of these incidents where uh, somebody suddenly goes crazy uh, and, and expresses some criminal tendency suddenly or some crazy criminal thing. Uh, it mm-hmm. could be that uh, they couldn't uh, hold off uh, the effects of uh, some hitchhiker. Mm-hmm. A criminal hitchhiker, or or some hitchhiker uh, that had some uh, uh, deviation that took uh, the person over. Yeah. Now, some of the, you may not want to talk about this, but I'll ask it, and you can decline. The the. One of the negative groups use torture and a way of breaking down people and giving them, what do they call it, alters, personalities that are yes. that can come in. Is this yes. a way of bringing in a hitchhiker? It could be the way, it's like they... If they give the person pain to the point where the person is not able to keep withstanding the pain, mm-hmm. uh, they may uh, give up their space to another being, a uh, hitchhiker that uh, wouldn't have ordinarily been triggered or come to the surface. It is in their mm-hmm. space. Mm-hmm. And... Can hitchhikers be interspecies? For example, could you have a reptilian hitchhiker or a gray hitchhiker? 
This is not so usual. Um, Beings it, are attracted it, to their own bodies. People are usually hang out with their own kind. Mm-hmm. So, if you happen to be a reptilian, you could have a reptilian hitchhiker. Yes, an individual could have a reptilian hitchhiker depending upon some strange thing that happened when they were in the presence of a reptilian. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I mentioned this last week, but I'll say it again. There are certain circumstances that can cause you to get a hitchhiker more easily. For example, if you go into a bar and you're drinking and other people are drinking, you're more open to having a hitchhiker come in. If you give up your volition, uh, like sometimes people drink because like things are just a little bit too much to take responsibility Mm -hmm. or to face directly out or they want to release from it. And and then when they're in that vulnerable position, a hitchhiker could come in and influence them. Mm-hmm. And how about if you're having sex with somebody that has a lot of hitchhikers? Can a hitchhiker transfer? A hitchhiker, like, um, it could definitely transfer. And let's um, see, some uh, individuals who are... Um, more uh, in control of uh, the um, other forces, like witches or weapons or something, might be able to send hitchhikers to another person. Mm-hmm. I see. Like a, a black magician, so, so to speak. Like a black magician or like... Somebody that uh, wanted to uh, seduce a girl and uh, sends a hitchhiker to uh, to the girl uh, to uh, uh, take her over to make her more vulnerable. So in that case, the person who's sending the hitchhiker has awareness of their hitchhikers and relationship with them and can control them to some extent. That it can happen? Yes. Or it can be like a subconscious thing, you know, that the person isn't completely aware of what they're doing. They just do it and know they're doing it. You know, there is a story of Inanna going into the underworld. And when she's leaving, the queen of the underworld sends... I think they called it demonic spirits to follow her. I think that's the story. Is you know many times when there's these stories like that, is they're based in some kind of truth, and in that situation, was that a situation of sending hitchhikers? Well, in this case, so you. They were sending a demonic. Uh, They wouldn't necessarily be hitchhikers. They would be a demonic force that could have Mm -hmm. uh, fulfilled the uh, 
wishes of the uh, sender. Mm -hmm. Now, I would assume that this, since there's a wide variety of humans who get who get caught in these atomic blasts, some of them would be approaching demonic humans, service to self humans. That uh, well, there a... would be there, there would be a cross section if say uh, like Nagasaki and Hiroshima, there, there would be a cross section. Mm -hmm. Although um, many of the people that were caught up in this that blast tended to be angelic. Mm hmm. Okay. So there's hitchhikers of all kinds of different models. So some yes. some are just wonderful, beautiful people that had careers that have talents, and there's others that are service to self, right? Yes, or there's uh, animals and insects that might get caught up in that. Mm hmm Now, if would if you happen to be a a predominantly service to self person in this realm, would you attract service to self hitchhiker or not? Well, you you might uh, let's say that you were using a whole lot of service to other people uh, <coughs> to give you energy and to <coughs> to help help you. It's it's like it could be service to self kind of bounces away from service to self. <coughs> Because they can't really totally agree on everything for a long period of time. Mm hmm So, let me see, what time is it? The time is 12.39. I have, I want to close this. And I want to close it with, how does a person relate? and work with this idea of hitchhikers. I mean, can they enjoy their hitchhikers and have a collaborative thing? Or if a hitchhiker is kind of pulling on your energy all the time and distracting you? Um, well, hitchhikers, um, oftentimes, they, they, they really are... Uh, completely aware of the situation or what's going on. And it can lead to perhaps a feeling of frustration that's coming not from uh, not from the, the person but from the hitchhiker. Because the hitchhiker may be like, um, oh boy, everything's boring. Oh boy, it's like I'm so discouraged. Oh boy, um, this this is so depressing. I will never get to 
or do what I really want to do. It, it's like there can be feelings like that that uh, influence the person's mood. And if you have hitchhikers that are unconscious, that are still haven't individuated themselves where they know they exist, how does that impact you if you're a, a person that has hitchhikers like that? Is there an unconscious influence or a dullness? Well, it can feel like a pressure in your space. You can feel like um, a dead zone, a non-responsive area um, that uh, something really is responding well there. Um, it can feel like a, like a hostility that's there, but the person can't totally identify it. Because hitchhikers can get hostile because they don't like their circumstance, but yet they aren't aware. They, they aren't really aware of the situation, and they, they, neither is the person. They, they mm-hmm. aren't really aware of what's wrong. Mhm. And I noticed that um, Terry, who has had hitchhikers, has worked with them, communicated with them, and released them. Is that possible for everyone to do? Uh, it is possible. Uh, sometimes there are so many, uh, but if somebody can keep a focus on Oh, what they're working with and not jump from one to another randomly. Uh, mm-hmm. If and, and one can listen to one's thoughts. Just listen and uh, don't be uh, like judgmental or critical. Just, you know, what's going on there? No, why did I get this thought? What what is it? You know, and, and then since the energies, they come. Is there a particular soul vibe? Uh, because each individual, each hitchhiker, has its own uh, soul vibe. Mm-hmm. And so there's. Or if it's an entity, every... if it's an entity without a soul say, then they can. Uh, they, they have certain frequencies that are recognizable. Mm-hmm. So there's every kind of variable with hitchhikers. They can act like your guardian angels, or they can act like distractions and saboteurs. Normally, guardian angels um, have more freedom and more awareness, and so they can be like angels and can come and go, and they have more freedom, and they don't generally, they aren't just like trapped in a matrix. Uh, they're a step above. Well, we're calling them angels. Are they from the angelic realm normally? 
Well, we're calling them angels in that they have the best interest of the person at heart, uh, and they are helpful. But they may not be from the angelic realm. It may be a, a relative that is um, has passed on and wants to make sure uh, that he, uh, the the person that they're uh, being a guardian angel to is okay and and be of assistance to them. And that's where Native Americans are, are that, that honor their elders and believe their elders are with them. They probably are. Yes. And that can be true for anybody, okay? Yes. And uh, and how, how if somebody is hearing this and saying, well, "I want to know about my hitchhikers, if I have them or not," is there any self tests that people can do to understand? Observe yourself. Observe your thoughts. If you have a thought. Uh, if you, do you agree with all your thoughts? Uh, and if see that you, it's like there's a particular vibe to a thought that isn't your own, and one can learn to pick that up. Uh, and then uh, if you get a thought like, um, uh, well, I think I'll go walk in the snow or whatever, and well, you know what? I don't really want to walk in the snow. Why would I get that thought? It's crazy. I don't, you know, I don't want to do that. It's like, okay, well, why would an individual um, get a random thought that he didn't agree with, they didn't want? It's like, then they can check and see, well, maybe this wasn't my fault. Mm -hmm. I happen to know somebody that identifies with being a lion. And does that mean... Used to identify as being a lion. Used to identify as being a lion. Um, does that mean that they have a hitchhiker that's a lion or just a very... It, it, it can mean... It, it can be various things. It means what it means. I mean, maybe they had a past life as a lion. Maybe they're moving up from uh, second density to third density and were a lion last life. Or maybe uh, the hitchhiker that uh, was a lion. It's, mm-hmm. it, it is what it is, and each circumstance is totally different. So animals can move into into uh, a third density consciousness and eventually yes. have a full embodiment as in a human body. Yes, that would be a graduation from a second density uh, mm-hmm. being to a third density being, yes. We will end up at this time and uh, move We're gonna to end. the okay. list. And we would like to cut the list off at this time and not accept any more. Okay, so it's 11.47, and I'm going to see you there. I am here. I'm here. Can you I'm- hear me? Yeah. Yes. Soon to say we, we we every Sunday we go through a healing list. People submit their requests to 
to a web form we have called inthelight.intelligent-infinity.com. In the light, one word, dot intelligent-infinity.com. And However, at this time, you, we would like to cut off... Yeah, I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to say, please don't put it in right now, but if you want to get on our healing list, put it in before the call next Sunday, okay? Yes. Because we're getting, we get too many people, and, um, and keep your requests to one thing, okay? And if you want to put a number of things you might... Right now, we do, we do Whole Planet Healing every night at 7 o'clock, and people can submit healing requests to that. Um, um, but, but our sources don't give answers. On this call, they make comments to people. So it's very valuable to do it on a Sunday. And I turn it over to Sita. Thank you. I would like to call in the love light of protection around each and every person on the healing list, a subject of the healing list, listening to the call, listening to a replay, or reading a transcript. Edna from Snohomish. Thanks to our sources for the support and guidance. I would like to put Eric into the light for continuing healing of his condition. Also putting myself into the light for strength and great health. Thank you and much love. Thank you. Thank you. We send support to Eric and to you and to your family and love and friends. Thank you. Michael Adler from San Diego. Please put Rob Kirby in Canada in the light for healing. He's in a hospital in Canada and is incubated on a ventilator and is in extreme danger. Thank you for whatever you find appropriate to do. Thank you. Thank you. We send support to Annie same staff member that is working with him, that any aware uh, staff member or doctor that can help with his particular case. And we send streaks to him. Thank you. Thank you. Highs from Los Molinos. I ask for my son, Eddie, to be surrounded by healing, love and light as he is home with a fever. He tested for COVID negative. Thank you very much. Thank you. The fever is an attempt of the body to handle uh, an underlying condition. And uh, so 
we uh, move to the underlying condition and uh, send healing. Thank you. Thank you. Um, Michael Adler also says, Thank you for allowing me to check in on my progress as I recover from a parasitic infection and spike protein infection. Could you please do a check-in to see how the spike protein is responding to the dandelion leaf tea I have been consuming? Is there another remedy you could suggest? Also, is a parasitic infection now gone? Thank you for your love and support, always. And I send hugs and blessings to all. Thank you. It is much better, and you could uh, work in some ivermectin, uh, as it is a very good handler of this spike protein. Thank you. And in answer to Sean Ryan's question, Sean Ryan from Vancouver, Canada, yes, that is the correct email address for Win. Joy from Squim, Washington. Dear, dear friends, Lauren of Forks, Washington, asked me to send this Thank you. I seem to be making steady progress. Is there anything that you could suggest that might accelerate or otherwise improve the progress? Thank you, Lauren. Thank you. You are making progress. Um, you may wish to distinguish between... Um, the one infinite creator and uh, lack of distortion and uh, um, being out of the matrix with uh, being in the first round. Thank you. Thank you. I'd just like to take this opportunity to say goodbye to everybody on BBS Radio and come back next week and join us or call in on our conference line and uh, listen to the rest of the healing list. And I just want to add, if you, if you enjoyed our session today, we have an archive site with about 2,000 sessions of every topic under the sun. And... We're bringing through information that is not normally known in this realm about many different topics. And um, my experience has been that our information is pretty accurate. And oftentimes, it can wake up cellular memories of things that you know are true 
but didn't know in your conscious mind. And when you hear it, it helps speed up your evolutionary process. And we also have the phone numbers and the accesses for all of our conference calls. We do 10 calls a week. And there's a very positive energy on all of our calls and that if you're going through a period where you're scared, you feel, what do I do now? You feel trapped, worried about what's going on on our planet, which I don't blame you. There's an uplifted energy and a connection to our sources that can help you stay above the waterline and even go far above the waterline. And it's worked for many people. We don't charge for it. So it is a phenomenal resource to take advantage of. And you can test it, see if it works for you. And um, and you'll know. And back to you, CJ. Thank you. CJ from England. Thank you to all of our beautiful friends in the higher realms for co-creating with us, for sending your loving energy in support of all people who are service to others. I put into the love light all of my previous prayer requests that are important for the highest and greatest good. Thank you for our legal system that is transparent, that upholds truth justice and integrity, and for the successful outcomes of those seeking legal redress. The loving energy that is surrounding, protecting and healing the children, I thank you for it and for it all with much love. Thank you. Thank you. We reaffirm, and as you have been reading, we <coughs> have a uh, We uh, search for the word. Sometimes there are no words for what we're doing. As we, we could say that we emerge with the purpose and with the uh, individuals and the cause that is being talked about, uh, but that is a very narrow look of what we are doing. Is it, we merge with the whole hologram and we not only merge with it, but we are an active participant in it. Thank you. Thank you. Gretchen Bickett from Mesa, Arizona. Please put into the light my mental health assistance for continued evaluation. Forward. Uh, if I continued evolution forward of my sister and are you there epiphanies i think that's epiphanies sorry i'm i'm struggling with this one uh let me read it again please put into the light my mental health assistance for continued evolution forward for my sister and epiphanies 
for future avenues or revenue for us together, the opening and knowing of my intuition. Thank you. Thank you. We back up until we are higher and encompass your uh, field and send uh, support on all aspects. Thank you. Thank you. Alan from Old Bridge, New Jersey. Thank you with the deepest gratitude and love. Again, no words to truly express how you have heard and responded my question. Responded, my question is how do I formulate a question and intention regardless of the topic that will resonate with you and result in the hologram being in the right frequency and be for the highest and greatest good for all. Thus you will see the light and of course never violate the free will of others, whether positive or negative, with love and gratitude. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, this is an area which is beyond manipulation. Uh, it is an area of your own desire, your own willing, your own wanting, your own wishing, your own hoping. And you have this very strongly that really comes across. Thank you. Thank you. John from Las Vegas. Please help people in positions of power to become positive, service to others, honor the law of one, and have integrity, ethics, wisdom, and courage so that they will adopt the Christic consciousness, honor truth, justice, and freedom for the American people and the world. I ask that the global economy will improve Please surround cryptocurrencies in the love light for privacy, for worldwide adoption, and for them to be used as a monetary system that is free from capital gains tax and free from surveillance. Please help cryptocurrencies to become more accessible and easy, easier for people to use and understand. Thank you. Thank you. Give us a moment. We see that there are areas of cryptocurrency that are very beneficial, but other areas of cryptocurrency um, may be more questionable. Uh, and we get uh, all of the ones areas of cryptocurrency that you are seeing and send support. Uh, we send support to the best, most ethical actions of leaders everywhere. Thank you. Thank you. Sean Ryan, again from Vancouver, British Columbia, says, Hello, the Elohim. Healing request for love and light for my depression 
anxiety and hopelessness and lack of motivation. Thank you. Thank you. We can see the frequency that is um, an area within you, and we send it cheer uh, up. We send the cheer up committee. We send the the energy of uh, we are working with it, uh, and what we are sending is there is no words for it, but uh, to work with it and to continue to work with it. Thank you. Thank you. Joy T from Ishaqua. Please help me to heal my body from Lyme and parasites. Help me have less pain and fatigue and despair. Please remove all technologies in my body, etheric field and hologram, especially technology that manipulates my legs. Please stop painful targeting from directed energy weapons. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, we see it as not only from time within, but it is also from uh, directed energy without. And so uh, we send a break in the connection uh, to uh, uh, lessen the effect. Thank you. Thank you. And that was the last one on the list. So thank you, Terry. Thank you to our beautiful sources. Thank you, Wynn. Thank you, Hive. Thank you to everyone on the call. Much love to you all. Thank you, Sita. Thank you. Thank you very much, Sita, Terry, Wynn, and our dear sources. And everyone here, thank, thank you for you. participating. All right. I'm wondering if Shungite would help Jyoti. Oh, yeah. No, it's occurred, it's occurred to me that Jyoti might try to get uh, a session with Phyllis, I mean Joy, and uh, particularly on the body code, which she's not charging for now. So... Um, on that note, if you want to, Jody, send Win an email, or you might have Joyce information. And I'll refer you, okay? And I'm going to unmute everybody. All participants are unmuted. Check out Shungite. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. What's your name, Thank you, Thank you, everybody. Thank you. Have a great day. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Somebody asked for the name of something. Couldn't hear you. Yeah, Edward. Uh, I was asked to see you. He had the name of a program. I just I, I can't remember what it was. Can you tell me what that was, Sija? Um, hold on. Um, it's called the one I was telling you about. Yes, yes. 
Yonderland. Yonderland, okay. Hey, thank you very much. Have a good week. Love you all. God bless. Love, Love you. Bye, Sija. God bless. Bye, Todd. So for now.